Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hi, besties. We're here. We're back. We're back and we're together. We're together. <laughs> LDBFFs together. Yes, not long distance for the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sam is at my house. We've got all the kids here. We are just having a great summer vacation. Yes. Well, every year I come up. It's like tradition. Mm-hmm. Come visit Auntie Tristan during summer vacation. And this time we're staying a whole week. Yes. Yes. Last time there was a bit of a natural disaster and you had to leave early. So luckily... Yes. Nothing's happening this time. Yeah, no no fires near my house right now, <laughs> so I'm able to stay the whole week. Yes. All right. Well, you could almost say that we're kind of doing this this week. When mm-hmm. we're going to, our topic this week, we are kind of living it. Yes, right now for the week we are. Yes. So we are going to kind of discuss something that um, it's, it's just an interesting co-parenting thing that people are doing more and more, which is, they call it platonic soulmates, soulmates, or platonic co-parenting, mm-hmm. or we heard a, a, another one was a mom-mune, yeah. <laughs> like a commune <laughs> with moms. So these days, more and more, families are looking a little bit different. It's not always mom and dad and kids. Well, I think, too, they say that the divorce rate is really high right now. So there's a lot of single mothers out there. And with single mothers, we all know that they need they need help. Mm-hmm. And so now they're turning to their best friends yeah. and they're making these platonic soulmates yeah, where they're moving in together and they're helping each other and they're lightening the load for each other. Yeah. Sharing expenses and also giving their kids sibling relationships like Mm -hmm. growing up with other kids like like siblings so yeah absolutely yeah so we we haven't really talked about we've we always do this we don't talk about our topic before because we want to just have a natural progression of things Mm -hmm. on the pod um so we're gonna just kind of talk about our feelings about this type of relationship and Which has been hard because I have been wanting to talk to you all week about this. So we read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we talked about doing, you know, talking about this topic for over a week now and we research it separately and then we come together and we do the pod. But I've been hanging out with you this week, so I (laughs) wanted to talk about it, but we've been so good. So here we go. We finally get to talk about it. Yes. We are talking about it. Okay. Well, what do you think? First off, I think for a single mother out there, and it's great. Mm -hmm. You have, you need help. You have a best friend who's willing to help. And I think short term, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I think especially for that, those years when the kids are little and you're not looking for another relationship. I think a lot of moms, they don't want to bring someone else into the relationship so quickly. Mm -hmm. And this gives you time to one, be with your best friend, 
but you're also not alone. I think this is a great Mm -hmm. time. I don't know about long term, but for a short term, I think this is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I I think what so that was one of the problems I kind of saw myself in it was the short term. Like like what if you're living with your best friend and their kids and your kids and then you meet someone mm-hmm. and you decide, "Oh, I want to start dating someone and then move in with them, get married, whatever." It'd be hard to leave your family. And is that good for the kids? To live short term in a family like that and then rip them away from that family that they've known. It's, it'd almost be like a divorce, which we all know is really traumatic for kids. Well, I think that's why short term wouldn't be so traumatic. So if I feel like if you and I lived together for like six months and then went our separate ways, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be enough time to... And it's not like we wouldn't see you anymore. We just wouldn't live with you. That's it's, true. So I think that'd be different. It wouldn't be a breakup. It would be just moving mm-hmm. away from each other or moving apart. So mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I guess that you're, there's always that chance that there's going to be some separation anxiety and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think the benefits outweigh the, the negative in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we've kind of talked a little bit about last night we we kind of started talking about it and then we're like we need to stop but we talked a little bit about two parents you know are are, are two parents better than one I mean I I guess you couldn't say it's better but maybe just having two good role models is always better it's Mm -hmm. better to have more role models than less I think the more positive influences you can put in your child's life the better via friendships, relationships, grandparents, Mm -hmm. friends, anybody, teachers, anyone that you can put in your child's life that is going to be a good influence, I think is good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, trying to discuss whether, I think you said it really well. Like, I, I think it would be better... I mean, is a mother and a father the best? You know, that nuclear family, is that the best thing? You have to have a mom and a dad, a feminine, a masculine. I don't think so because nowadays you do have gay and lesbian parents that are having children. And and one is always going to be, no matter their gender, one's always going to be a little bit more masculine, Mm-hmm. than feminine or we were kind of talking about the good cop bad cop you know when parents you you most most families have that right. like kind of good cop bad cop vibe well and between so I, parents i think too if you're gonna go into this friendship relationship with your friend and are they going to be able to discipline your child oh yeah you're gonna have to have solid right boundaries before you enter this or be able to communicate really well if if that other person, the other parent figure does something or says something that you don't agree with, you're going to be able to have to be able to communicate with them right then about like, oh, I don't know about this, you know. We well, to- and the children are going to become basically siblings. So we've been here for a week and already our kids have bickered a little mm-hmm. bit. They're together 24 hours a day. 
Now imagine this after months, Mm -hmm. there's going to be fighting. They're going to become like siblings and they're going to fight more. So how do you come about resolving these fights and these issues when one of them is your child and the other one is your best friend's child? Is it going to be fair? I think of your children as my niece and nephew or Mm -hmm. my nieces. You don't have have a nephew. (laughs) My nieces. So I love them. So I can't imagine that I would like side with my own children. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know that sometimes people can become blind to that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, and not see the faults in your own children. Yeah. Well, and you protect. You naturally protect your children, too, which you'd protect them from each other anyways. I mean, even if it's your your two biological children and, you know, one is bothering the other one, you're going to say, well, leave, leave that one alone. Let her be in her room by herself for a little bit. She needs some alone time. So I think you'd do the same thing, Mm -hmm. you know, either way. But yeah, you might blindly kind of favor one child over the other if it's not your biological. Yeah. There's a lot of things that come up when you really start digging into this kind of stuff. Yes. So one of the things I was thinking of that is positive about it, I'm thinking of that single mother. She's working her job and she's taking her kids to school or daycare and then picking them up and then trying to be this great mom. Having that best friend who's in a similar situation and you're able to share those burdens, I think that that it's better than just not having that. Than not yeah. having that because it's just extra support. I agree. But like we were just saying, there are challenges that come with it. You still have to have boundaries. Another thing I was thinking, I knew two girls. They were best friends. They did not live together, but they were together all the time. They lived really close to each other. The one would just show up at the other's house and they would have dinners together. I mean, it was just together everywhere. Actually, I didn't even know. I'd never even seen one without the other. They Mm -hmm. were always together. Even at work, they were together. Like they ended up like opening a business together. So Mm -hmm. even though they didn't live together, they were together all of the time. And then one day, I don't know what happened, but it stopped. Like they Mm -hmm. had to break up. And I think any time you are that close with your friend, there's a reason why divorces happen. And Mm -hmm. why, because when you're that close with somebody, I think... Maybe you get to know too many of their faults. Yeah, you're going to get irritated. Right. And I think, you know, too, like if somebody disciplined my child, even though we're best friends, I don't know how I would feel Mm -hmm. with somebody not just saying, hey, don't do that, but actually did like putting like you're grounded. Like that would be really weird for me. Like, obviously, we're together a lot, too. Mm -hmm. And if your child's doing something or my child's, hey, get off the counter, like you're going to hurt yourself or hey, guys, share. That's a little different than no, you can't go tonight because you are grounded. Right. Making that decision to, yeah, to take something away or yeah, that would be hard. Yeah. So what level of of. What degree of punishment are you allowed to give? Are you, what if you're a spanker and I'm not? So I think these are things that they have to talk about and have hard rules. Because if I found out that you were, you wouldn't, but if I found out you were spanking my child, then it might cause for our friendship to end. Yeah. Where in a normal situation, that would have never occurred. Right. No, that's true. And I mean, 
then you get to the part where, so say you're living together, say it's been eight months or a year, Mm -hmm. and you find somebody that you want to start dating. Right. And you start thinking, the other person starts thinking, oh my gosh, well, what am I going to do? They're... They're going to move in with this person. They're going to date them and start having a relationship with them. And, you know, did you sign a lease? Did you, you know, like you're shared because they the big thing they talk about is sharing the bills. Mm -hmm. So I know that roommates share bills and stuff like this, but it sounds like they're sharing even more. They're sharing like diaper costs. They're sharing food costs. Yeah. Everything where a roommate, it's like a contract. Yeah. This is just people coming together like a married couple and mm-hmm. well, you can probably have levels of it. Like maybe it is like roommates. You could probably have things just dialed down. Like we're sharing the cost of the house. We're sharing the cost of Netflix and Disney Plus and and that stuff. But when it comes to food, we'll right. eat our own food in the fridge. Right. This is your half. This yeah. is my half. And or... like then like say babysitting duties. Like okay, well. You know, friend A works Mm -hmm. from this time to this time, and then we'll pick up the kids from school when friend B is at work, and then we'll watch. You know, so I bet you can kind of, you'd try to to find those equal grounds where you feel like things are equal, Mm -hmm. and and yeah, so you could probably keep it pretty separate. It probably just depends on the the couple of, of friends on how they're going to do things. And I think some friends would do better at this than others. Mm -hmm. Now that my kids are older, I don't think that I would necessarily need a live-in. I was trying to think about us, if Mm -hmm. we would do this. At my stage in my life, I don't think I'd want to live with anybody. If my husband, something happened to my husband and we were not together anymore, I would want to be by myself. I would love for you to be right next to me. Yeah. And I would love for you to be close, but I still like living alone. Now, when my kids were little... I still think I would have liked that Mm -hmm. and then just had more support from a friend, you know, like if I had like had my little kids needed extra babysitting help and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that would be great. But I still don't know if I'd want a live in friend. Yeah. Coming in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you're not in the situation, it's, you know, like everything, unless you walk in someone's shoes, you can't. Right. Judge their actions or even know what you would do in that situation. So so I read an article about another couple of friends. Like I want to say couple, but couple of friends that lived together and they decided to foster together. They lived mm-hmm. in Canada and they decided to, they wanted to have that experience of being moms, I guess, and decided to foster together. What do you think about that? So they were like like one of the first couple of best friends that were approved as foster parents together. Yeah. And then I think they eventually adopted. They were able to adopt the the children that they fostered. I think it's great because we always need good families out there to take these children mm-hmm. that are in need. And here are two great girls that... I mean, at least from the story I read about them, they seemed like really good people. Mm-hmm. And here they are taking this, they dropped like a newborn baby off with them and was like here and they raised that child. And I think that is, I think it's wonderful. It was two women coming together and this is something that they wanted to do. 
I think it's great. I don't see any problem with more foster parents out there helping mm-hmm. out with children in need. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's really cool. So, yeah, it seemed like most of the articles that I looked up that were these platonic best friends raising families, it was more of a temporary situation. Which I think is, I don't, it seems more realistic to me to do these temporary things. Because especially when you first split from somebody, financial things, that sudden being alone, that needing that support until you can get on your own two feet, I think is really important. So I think it's great for friends to move in together, mm-hmm. especially for that short term time. Your your kids already know those kids. You already know how they are raising their kids. I think it's just an obvious choice to yeah. share these burdens with your best friend. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's just different... Nowadays, like I said before, the the mom-dad-kids scenario is not as important as it used to be. Or it's not as... Common. Common. Yeah, because you have everything. So, so yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. If you're in that place and you need the support. I feel the same way you do. I don't know that that's something that I feel like I would need at this point with my kids being the ages that they are. And me being the age that I am, you know, it, it'd right. be hard to live with someone. It'd be, it, I mean, as much as you and I enjoy each other and love spending time with each other and love like vacationing together and stuff, it it would be hard to live together. And I wouldn't want to do something that could affect our relationship. Yes. Now, I'm not saying that when we become golden girls oh, that yeah. we're not going to live together. We're oh, talking definitely. about this stage in our life right now. Future stages in our life might yes. change. <laughs> no, we are definitely moving in together. I when want we're old. the cheesecake. I want the yes, <laughs> the late night cheesecake, the late night talks. Yes, I want that Golden Girls experience at some point of my in my life, yes. and maybe that's something temporary too. Oh yeah, uh, you know, if one of us loses a husband or something, mm-hmm. you know, or we both do, and maybe maybe someday that does become yes. something that we need to do. But right now in my life, I like living with my. Yeah. I, I would live on my own yeah. if something happened. Well, and I think yeah. we're financially stable enough, too, that we right. wouldn't need so much help. And look at our children's ages. Are they a little bit older? Had we had babies, you definitely need more help. And we helped each other a we lot. Did. We I remember coming and babysitting Rowan mm-hmm. and helping each other out. And we do a lot of stuff when we're together and... So I can see where that is super helpful because yeah. I know it, I know it helped you out a lot, especially oh, yeah. when I would come and help with Rowan when she was just a baby. And mm-hmm. so when you even came with when I had Austin after I had Austin, yes. it was more of I don't I don't know that I like needed you to be there. No, it was more but of I rem- a you know come and meet the baby and stay with me for a week. But, but I remember coming and getting her and mm-hmm. being like sleep in, Mama. Let yes. me take her and just doing those fun things for your one I got bonding time with Mm -hmm. Austin and then two like here you rest you sleep you were up all night let me take the baby Mm -hmm. and so for that week I you got to sleep in and I think that's like a gift that 
right now to non-moms out there might seem really silly, mm-hmm. but to any mom out there you knows that. Mm-hmm. that sleeping in after being up all night is such a treat. Yes. So I felt like I could give you that. Yeah. And- yeah. And I can see that too. Like with the, the two best friends that fostered, I think even, I mean, I'm sure there's stories of of best friends who wanted a family and decided, hey, I'll, I'll do IVF. Will you, like, come on this journey with me and be that second right. parent, you know? And like we said before, you've got to have solid boundaries and ideas and expectations of what's going to happen mm-hmm. long term. And if you're going to, sh- like, if you decide, if somebody does decide to get married, if you're then going to share custody, and there's a lot of things that come into it, but I can totally see, because that's what's ha- that's happening nowadays. Women are having babies on their own, and, and you do need that help. Mm-hmm. And maybe having a best friend there move in with you for the first year or something would be awesome. Yes. So we're all for it. <laughs> I'm all for it as long as it is working for that specific yeah. couple. Can it go wrong? Yes. So that is something that I would, if there was somebody that I knew and they said they were going to do this and they wanted any advice from me, my advice would be to just be careful. Make sure you set clear boundaries right from the start. And... I think, too, if it's starting to hurt your friendship, if you start seeing that you're bickering more and you're fighting more, because how do you not live with somebody and not fight with them? That is impossible (laughs) because my husband and I are so in love. I love my husband. But do we fight? Yes, because he's a jerk sometimes. So (laughs) can he get on my nerves? Yes. So but you have to understand that that is going to happen if you mm-hmm. move in with your best friend and there is a there's children involved. Oh yeah. There is going to be some high stressful moments. There's going to be some arguing at some point. So if I feel like if your friendship you feel like your friendship can't handle that, then this is not something for you mm-hmm. and that friend. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could have done it? Like say you and I are twenty eight, okay. not married, and we wanted to have babies. Do you think we could have... Oh, like going into this going and having, into it not together. having our own children yeah, and no, coming together in a time of need, and, but just yeah. having babies together. I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> I don't... I yeah. I very much love husband and wife. Like to me, that's, that's very special. Mm-hmm. So for me, a surrogate, like, or IVF, what is the IVF? For single momming it, yeah. Well... Well, sperm bank is yeah. not for me. Yeah. Just going to go and take the deposit. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what, that's not for me. So mm-hmm. I don't think that that would work out for me because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I would want so that. So what if I, so say I at 28 wanted to have a baby, didn't have a husband, no other, you know, prospects in my life. And I said, you know what, I'm going to have IVF and I'm going to get pregnant. Will you move in with me Yes, help me? Yes. If I was in the life stage where I could and mm-hmm. I didn't have my own children and my own family, I would move in with you absolutely and be an auntie to that child mm-hmm. because you're my best friend. I don't know if I'd want to be that other like baby. Like a mom. Like yeah. the other mom. No, but I would absolutely 
move in, support you, do whatever you needed help with mm-hmm. and be there for you. But I, I don't know if I would want to be a mom with right. you, but I would yeah. love to be, I will always support you. But yeah. I don't know. What about that? Would If I really wanted that, would you want to be the other mom to my child? I don't know. That's a really, yeah, that's a hard, hard question. Because, yeah, I wouldn't want to ruin what we have, our friendship, if things, something happened, if things were, got weird or... Right. Something. So, yeah, that it, it's really difficult when when you're not in those shoes. Like, it's difficult to say. Well, that's what I think. I think I I can't imagine having a child with you. Like, no. us both <laughs> yeah. going in and having a child together, that seems really, really yeah. weird. So, Who would be I, the good cop and who would be the bad cop? I don't know. I feel like I'd be the bad cop. Maybe. I'd be the more disciplinarian. Yeah. I think so. I think we'd be terrible because I think we're both really nice people. Yeah. We'd have terrible kids. Right. Because we wouldn't have a bad cop. Yeah. We'd both be so great. (laughs) (laughs) Have whatever you want. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. What an interesting topic and snare I would love to maybe we'll try and email some of these people and ask them those those because you know they don't talk about those those questions in the article like oh well what what is your like do you have a contract on what yeah happens if this happens and and who's you know do they the kids call both of you mom like who you know what is the the deep dirty like stuff we want to know that we'll work on getting an interview in the meantime besties if you know anybody or yourself that has entered into something like this short term a long time ago or in doing it now write us and let us know yes we'd love to interview you yes all right well it was so good to get back on the pod and be together it's so nice to not have to look at a screen Yes, just sitting here and talking. It feels so much more fluid and easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not much editing on this one. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, besties, for listening. Thanks, besties. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment. Or have a request. Reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com. Or message us through our Instagram, Long Distance BFF.